Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, it is. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Well, you were sleeping today or maybe just getting up and going. The U.S. Senate was sending 95 or hoping to send $95 billion over to foreign countries and doing nothing about the border. And you've got some people that are like politically wrangling in, in Congress and out of the White House trying to pretend like it's somehow our duty to send this money over there. This is a consequential bill. This is the most important bill we've ever seen, which it's not. Um, this is doing nothing about border security, doing nothing about stopping the flow, doing nothing about the big handouts that we're giving to people that are coming here illegally, and it's about acting like Ukraine is ours again. And I'm going to get into that in earnest in a second. Carrie's got the story. It's uh, Carrie Lockie. It is uh, Polo. It is Sam. Everybody's getting it done today. I'll be your talk show host for the next three hours, Joe Pags. So this, I don't even know what time it happened. Carrie, maybe you have it in the story, but this is in the dark of night. I didn't see this coming. I didn't know that we were going to have some sort of a a bill that was going to be voted on in the United States Senate. And again, the Senate can't start any funding bills. This is some sort of supplemental or extra foreign policy, something. I, I don't know how they're doing it, but they passed it. And I think I have the number right. 22 Republicans voted for this, including John Cornyn from the great state of Texas, who then went after Attorney General Ken Paxton, which I found to be very odd as well. Carrie, if you don't mind, fill us in on the nuts and bolts of what happened while people were sleeping today. From C- there's an ad uh, from CBS News. The Senate approved a major foreign aid package Tuesday as a bipartisan group of senators propelled the long-delayed legislation over the finish line after an overnight session. But new steep opposition from House Speaker Mike Johnson's thrown the bill's prospects in the lower chamber into question. President Biden urged the House to move forward with the legislation with urgency, saying in a statement Tuesday morning, we cannot afford to wait any longer. Now, the cost of inaction are rising every day, especially in Ukraine, the president said, noting reports Ukrainian troops are running out of ammunition in their fight against Russia. Those There are those who say American leadership and our alliances and partnerships with countries around the world do not matter. They do, Mr. Biden said, if we do not stand against tyrants who seek to conquer or carve up their neighbor's territory, the consequences for America's national security will be significant. The vote on final passage early Tuesday morning of the $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and the Indo-Pacific was 70 in favor to 29 opposed. And the upper chamber pushed through a number of procedural hurdles in recent days remaining in Washington through the weekend despite a planned recess that was set to begin this week. Okay. 95 billion, right? Yes. Foreign aid package. Any border money in there? No. Goes to Ukraine, 
Israel and Taiwan. Am I right? Indo-Pacific, yep. Yeah. All right, let's, let's break this down. Why are we sending any more money to Ukraine? Why are we sending any more money to Israel? Why are we sending any more money to Taiwan or the Indo-Pacific? They say Indo-Pacific, so we don't really know. Why are we doing that? And you hear Biden talking about how it somehow has national security. It it presents national security problems for us if we don't send the money. As we watch people by the thousands, sometimes tens of thousands every day coming across the border. We have no idea who they are, where they're coming from, which clearly directly puts our national security at risk. So if Russia were to win in Ukraine, which I don't want, I want Russia to lose retreat and apologize but if, she, if they should win in ukraine and get the two regions that they want not that i want them to do this how exactly is our national security on the line i don't get it because we're talking about 95 billion more 60 billion that would go to ukraine on top of the pick a number 110 billion so far 200 billion so far in ammunition and weaponry and money we're literally paying pensions in ukraine We are paying for small businesses to stay afloat in Ukraine. We're paying to fix roads in Ukraine. We're paying to restore infrastructure in Ukraine. And we're also paying for the war. Why? I don't know why we're doing it. And nobody will tell me why. So let's go down the line here. I've got, I believe we've got J.D. Vance. I believe we have Marco Rubio. I know we've got, we've got Biden. We've got Chuck Schumer. Let's hear from some people from Washington about this thing they just did. For Republicans in Congress who think they can oppose funding for Ukraine and not be held accountable, history is watching. History is watching. History is watching. Failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. Okay, first of all, history can't watch anything. History is the past, things that have happened, his story. Um, I don't know how history is watching. Not really sure how that works. But that wasn't very... I don't know, it didn't sell me on it. It wasn't very convincing. History is watching, history is watching, history is watching. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. But somehow, he thinks the Republicans have a responsibility to fund and finance Ukraine. Not one Republican sent to the House or Senate was sent there to support Ukraine. Not one of them. They were sent there to support their states or their districts. And then here's this. Our efforts have been more than worth it. Today we witnessed one of the most historic and consequential bills to have ever passed the Senate. Consequential for Ukraine and Taiwan and Israel. And again, I'm not really sure I understand why $95 billion more of our dollars. By the way, we're broke. we got $33, $34 trillion in debt. We don't have $95 billion to send to anybody. So we'll borrow it from places like China and then send it to places like Taiwan to defend against China, we'll send it to places like Ukraine to defend against Russia, who's aligned with China. I don't understand what we're doing here. We don't have the money. We don't have the money. We just don't. Then Biden with some more. I will not walk away. I can't imagine any other president walking away. For as long as I'm president, if Putin attacks a NATO ally, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory. Ukraine's not NATO. Is he suggesting Ukraine is in NATO? Because it's not. Ukraine is not in NATO. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization, it's not. And we are not NATO, although we fund and finance way too much of it. I'm confused by what we're looking at here. One of the things I see a lot in South Florida 
are people that have been in this That's Marco country. Rubio. I'll get to Marco Rubio later because he's talking about what's going on with the border and about how people are getting handouts. Thought I had J.D. Vance. I don't have it lined up, but basically he says this was ridiculous. And then online, you see today on X, you saw Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas, going after John Cornyn, who voted for in favor of the $95 billion to everybody but us. And Cornyn's response is something about Paxton facing charges in Houston and Paxton is of this and Paxton is of that. It's stupid. No, answer to why you voted yes for this $95 billion deal. $95 billion that we don't have. We don't have that money. We don't. And the Senate doesn't dig in. The Senate Republicans, because, oh, it's bipartisan. Republicans voted for it. Some of them did, like 22, for no reason whatsoever. But it's not like they said, hey, we've got leverage. You want this $95 billion deal? Roll back your executive orders that ended the Trump era policies, and let's close the border. They have the right to do that. So it's a simple question, because a lot of you out there have been duped. A lot of you out there think that we somehow have to fund and finance Ukraine. We don't. What I would need from our government to make me even consider more money to Ukraine is for the government to say, we are annexing Ukraine. Ukraine is now the 51st, or break it into several states if you want, the 54th new state, 54 states, let's add some stars to the flag. Ukraine is now ours. We now, Ukrainian people are now American citizens. Now, you want to convince me that that's the way to go, I'll listen. I'll hear you. Because right now, I don't know why we're doing it. Now, some of you might say, oh, you're obviously on the side of Putin. I'm not. Putin's bad. Putin's bad. Ukrainian people, good. Putin, bad. A lot of Russian people, good. But Putin, bad. Should Putin be rolling into his neighbors? No. Do I buy wholesale what he said to Tucker Carlson in that interview? Nope. Not necessarily, although he seems to really have a good handle of history. Do I believe that the the Minsk agreements, M-I-N-S-K, could have continued? Yep. Do I believe that they could have averted war completely? Yep. Do I believe that they would not have rolled in had they continued the Minsk agreements? Yes. I believe that they would not have rolled in. Do I know why Minsk didn't happen? Nope. It was in place, and it ended right before Russia rolled in. They could have left it in place, but according to Putin, Boris Johnson walked away. Boris Johnson, the only thing he said is that Putin's bad in the past week. He hasn't said he didn't walk away. And then a year and a half ago, in Istanbul, Turkey, they could have had another deal that the West, according to Putin, walked away from. Now, nobody has said from the West, we didn't walk away, Putin did. We wanted to do the deal. Nobody said that. All they said was Putin bad, which I agree, he's bad. But is he telling the truth about Minsk? Is he telling the truth about Istanbul? If he is, it should have cost us zero for Ukraine because they wouldn't have needed our help. I'm still waiting for somebody to make me understand why it is that we're on the hook. We are not the EU. We're not in the EU. We are not NATO, although we fund most of it. And NATO is not being attacked here. So what exactly is it that I'm missing that he wants us to believe in Biden and Chuck Schumer and John Cornyn and other people in the the Senate? What is it that I'm missing? What do you need me to understand so that I can go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's why we're supporting Ukraine. Again, Putin bad. Ukrainian people do not deserve this. I want it to stop. I'm not a fan of Zelensky. I think that he's bad too. As bad as Putin? No. But he's bad shutting down worship, shutting down any sort of news outlet, shutting down elections. And you want me to believe this is a 
a democratic republic like ours is? It's not. So what am I to make of this? As an American citizen that is taxed through the nose, that is paying way too many taxes to support everybody but myself, what am I to believe? What am I to understand? What am I missing that I am on the hook to support a foreign country 6,000 miles away? What did I miss? History is watching. No, it's not. No such thing as history watching. And it is consequential, Chuck Schumer. It is. If you spend $95 billion of our dollars and don't tell us why, nobody will tell us why. We're fighting for democracy. What about the democracies that are under attack uh, elsewhere? Or those that would like to be democracies under attack? Are we looking at Azerbaijan? Are we looking at Armenia? Are we looking at what's going on with slavery in Africa? Are we doing anything about that? We're doing anything to stop the drug cartels from killing Americans with fentanyl, are we? Or for some reason, is Ukraine more important than all of that? If so, why? It's a simple question. It's the first journalistic question you learn. You ask the question, why? Carrie, do you know what? Can you answer why? No. And nobody will tell us. Democracy. You're a Putin lover if you don't agree. That made any sense. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. While you were sleeping, the Senate decided to send $95 billion of your dollars and mine over to three countries that are not the United States, to three countries that now, the only real friend that we have in those three is Israel. And Israel's doing fine without us. I'll be honest with you. They're defending themselves very, very well. So I'm not really sure what this is all about other than they had more paper play money, monopoly money to send over there because we don't have any money. This is going to add to the debt. Almost another tenth of a trillion dollars added to the debt. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I definitely want to hear from you on this. Maybe I'm missing something. And if you want to debate me, bring it. 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com. I did do a short video on uh, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Clapper, on YouTube earlier. So go and check that out as well. It's either Joe Talk Show or Joe Pags. And again, there are some that are stealing my, my stuff, stealing my name. There's no, there's no punctuation. It's either J-O-E-P-A-G-S or J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. Go and check it out now. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Uses great technology, proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. They've sold approaching 400,000 units now. It works and it works very well. We've got it in our house. We've got three of them. You're going to love how it smells. It leaves this fragrance like a thunderstorm rolled through and leaves clean, fresh air. Any odor that you don't want is going to vanish after a few seconds with it being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again. That saves you money every single month. Get several thunderstorms now. You save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. Make that happen right now. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. A lot of uh, keyboard Kennys over there on um, on social media, Carrie. They're going to debate me. I'll debate you on it today. Oh, fantastic. Let's go. Let's go. You know, again, three hours a day, Monday through Friday, bunch of radio stations. You can hear it online, listen to it on the stream, watch the video stream. I mean, it's available everywhere. There's really, there is no opportunity for you to lie and say, oh, I couldn't go through or I didn't know how to contact you. We're everywhere. Carrie, we're omnipresent. I know. You are everywhere. Wow, you sound like that's a negative. I was being positive about it. Medias. Oh, okay. That's a good thing for you. Omnipresent. All right, so 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I would love to know why we're on the hook. It's not like, like Israel's our best friend in the Middle East. Ukraine has never been our best friend. We don't dislike Ukraine. We like Ukraine. People seem very nice from Ukraine. I've got no problem with people from Ukraine. But all of a sudden, under Joe Biden's guidance... It's our, it's our duty, our responsibility, because history is watching us. No, no, it's not. History can't watch us. Let me go to the phone lines and see if any of you have any idea why it is that we're on the hook. Bob, Minnesota, talk to me. Hi. Yeah, hey, good afternoon. I jumped in my truck, and I heard Biden saying that he doesn't walk away. Right. Uh, my blood just about boiled. I'm a Navy vet. I, I know he doesn't walk away. He runs away. Data point Afghanistan runs away, yes. leaves Americans behind, leaves allies behind, leaves equipment behind, running away. Not a walker, he's a runner. Bob, what a great point. I mean, he's exactly right. It's exactly what he did in Afghanistan. He ran away. He ran away hoping to get a good photo op on the 20th anniversary of the um, of the attack of 9-11. 13 service members died. Hundreds, if not thousands of Afghans that helped us died. The Taliban is in a better position now than it was 20-some-odd years ago when we went into Afghanistan. He, it's disgusting what he did there. But keep in mind, Afghanistan's the Middle East. It's not Ukraine. If it were Ukraine, you can't walk away. And nobody would, nobody would even question the guy. Somebody needs to ask the question, what are you talking about? I think Bob makes a great point. You did walk away from Afghanistan. What are you talking about? Maine and uh, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. What's going on? Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. We're sending all of this money overseas to defend everyone else's democracy. Yes. I haven't heard them doing anything about securing our elections this November. Nothing. We're just supposed to accept that it's going to be fair and free. Michelle, I'm with you. Listen, I agree. Great point as well. Both Bob and Michelle bring it like it's been brought in. What's going to happen to secure our elections? This, because remember, in 2016, a bunch of Democrats said that it was unfair and he was illegitimate. Trump didn't really win. And yet, there's actually a video of Kamala Harris attacking the voting machines. Oh, yeah, it's, it actually exists. Go look it up. And then in 2020, you weren't allowed to ask about the election because the right guy won, in their opinion. And now, we're just supposed to believe they're going to be fair and free and secure while we're worried about the infrastructure and the roads and the pensions over in Ukraine. It's crazy. Mitchell, Texas, let's go. Hey, Joe. Thanks a lot for taking my call. I really want to appreciate your uh, show Thank for you. Uh, donating to my kids' school. Nice. So what I want to tell you is it's real simple, real simple. Joe has been in politics for his entire life. He has debts to pay. The only reason why he is in office right now and getting this money to Ukraine is to pay off 
debts that are owed because they're going to come after his family. They're going to come after him. So he is in office getting them money to pay off these debts that he has accumulated over the years that he has spent in office. I think you're right, Mitchell. I'm not denying that you're right. I mean, obviously, when Obama put Biden in charge of Ukraine, there was something else afoot. There was something else going on there. And yes, Biden is indebted to Ukraine, but to the tune of $200 billion? I mean, Biden got millions. That's all in the, in the what is it, FD-1023. Allegedly, he got billions of dollars, according to an undercover FBI person. So, or millions of dollars. Why, why does he have to pay back billions? And why won't somebody just come out and tell us what the hell's going on instead of playing this garbage about how if you're not if you're not for Ukraine that you love Putin or you're not compassionate or you don't care about people? It's weird. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. Joe Pags.